Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Conversational Elevation with the Vibrarian. I'm Joelle and I am your host for these weekly chats. I am so excited to be here every time I get this opportunity. Uh, It's one of my favorite things to do. So I'm here on the Vibrary Collective Network, which is hosted on the Blog Talk Radio channel forum. This gives us the ability to have live conversations with our listeners during these conversations who add their energy to the mix, and it is a beautiful thing. Now, you can find this show on Blog Talk Radio, streaming under the Vibrary, and also, if you're catching the replay, we're out here on iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn and all the other podcast directories that are out there, so you can give us a listen. And, of course, on the Vibrary library YouTube channel. You can catch the replays from week to week because we also mirror them there. We want to put all this information out there in as many places as possible so that you can find it in the perfect and divine time. Now, my goal as a vibrarian is to elevate, enlighten, and empower, and I am undertaking each of those things for myself and getting to share my experiences with you. So it's really, truly um, a wonderful and joyful experience of my life to be able to find other folks in the Good Vibe tribe who are resonating on the same frequency and encountering the similar experiences experiences in their lives. And we talk about this on our online communities. So I'm out there on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me at The Vibrarian, and that's T-H-E-V-I-B-E as in energy, R-A-R-I-A-N. So I'm all about adding the energy factor with awareness to everything that we do. So um, if you're calling on the phone, the number is 646-787-8436. We've got callers lined up already listening. And if you have something that you want to add to the conversation or a question to ask later on, then just press the pound one key, and that lets me know that you have something to say, and I'll get you on as soon as possible. So um, we've been having conversation each week about the different ways that you can view and process your life and the things that you're experiencing and move into hopefully a more empowered way of managing your relationships outside of yourself and also within yourself. So I had been thinking about some of the topics and things that were going on, and I wanted to do a series on power tools for woke folk. We always hear about this, are you woke? Are you, you know, are you awake? Are you conscious? Are you aware? And, um, of course, we are here seeking to become ever more aware of everything that we possibly can about ourselves in this beautiful world we're living in. So there are many things that can help us, support us, that we can put in our environment, on our person, practices, habits, services. I mean, the list is endless, but there are really some beautiful things that are out there that can support us as we live these empowered lives. And so I was thinking about this discussion. And of course, one of my favorite things personally is that I love crystals. And so I wanted to have a conversation about using crystals to empower yourself. How are these tools used? 
by the woke folk in terms of living our lives. And I could think of no one better to have on for that conversation than another crystal junkie, crystal lover, crystal aficionado, and a smarter expert in that area of study than myself. And I was fortunate enough to meet such an individual in a very divinely appointed arrangement and time. I just love when things come together like a plan. So was going to do the episode on power tools for woke folks several weeks ago, and it just did not work out that evening. The technology failed. So I wound up not doing it. And just two days later, I was at an early retreat that was hosted by the Suburban Hippie. It was just a beautiful gathering. And in the circle of attendees, there was this beautiful, shining spirit who was there to teach us about crystal grids. And as I began to listen to this sister, I thought, okay, there's a reason why I did not have the power tools conversation yet, because this is going to shift into a different vein, a deeper mine of information, if you will, because we're going to talk with subject experts about these power tools. And my subject expert this evening is the beautiful Jayla Wild Goose, and she is the creating force behind Jay Wild Artisan Jewelry. And let me tell you, she taught me some things I needed to know about Crystal Grid, so I'm super excited by that. And of course, I just love to talk with people who love things that I love. It makes for a very good and easy conversation. So this evening, Jayla, welcome to Conversational Elevation. I couldn't be smiling any harder than I am right now. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I think I am smiling probably bigger than you. What an amazing intro. Thank you. And thank you for the invite. Oh, yes. I love it when people have a body of knowledge that they are passionate about. And when you can find people who are who are want to know about something that you know a lot about, <laughs> it's a good relationship there because you have thirsty minds and, and information to share, and everybody benefits from that exchange of energy. So I love being able to have access to people and the body of knowledge that they have compiled. And in your case, that body of knowledge is about crystals, their uses, and certainly you have an eye for crafting and creating beautiful works of jewelry and art with crystals as a medium. So, I mean, how long have you always loved pretty shiny things from a childhood? or? <laughs> Yes, yes. It didn't start with crystals. My grandmother had a a jury case of plastic, (laughs) but it was, in my eyes, they were treasures like you would see um, in the cartoons, the pirates, how they would get this treasure chest. Her jury box reminded me of that, and I remember just seeing her wear her um, accessories and how it would transform her. So my love started with um, accessories and then transferred to crystals. I remember you sharing about that treasure chest of uh, (laughs) things and the legacy that your mother, your grandmother 
love to be adorned with statement pieces. We, you know, you shared yes. a piece that was just like all you needed was that and her natural beauty, and the scene was just perfection. With my grandmother, uh, she was more of kind of an outdoorsy, casual dresser. And on Sunday, she would get dressed up and she would wear her accessories. And it was like, in my eyes, it was the equivalent of a superhero cape because the way she was mm. different. She would own right. the room. It was something of, that empowered her about really putting those pieces on. And it just, when I was younger, I was like, I can't wait. I need that. Well, you know, it's so interesting because what we find throughout the historical records of various cultures and civilizations, <clears throat> excuse me, crystals have actually been significant in the adornment and the pigmentation that was used in yes. certain things that we see existing today through archaeological yes. discoveries, we see where there were clothing embedded with crystals, that there were like even yes. teeth embedded with various crystals. So we're not mm -hmm. new to this <laughs> using of mm -hmm. the treasures of the earth, if you will, to uh, to for purpose, not just for adornment, but also for purpose as well. When did you uh, begin to like really veer into the the whole crystal pool in a very specific way? That happened when I got a little older, and um, I was raised heavy duty uh, Christian background. And although um, I still have a lot of respect for what I was taught, it didn't resonate with me at a certain point. And I had the experience to be able to really travel and see different cultures and be exposed to different things. And along the way, I would pick up the things that resonated with me. And one of the things was crystals, just really being able to – have power to do the things and align with what I wanted as opposed to um, asking for it. Because I, I feel like when I was growing up, I was taught that you for it as opposed mm -hmm. to that you could really make things happen for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I found the tool of the crystals, it was something, it started off really to set intentions. So the crystals all have, properties associated with them. So if you just take it on a very basic level of a stone for, say, protection and carrying that stone and knowing and feeling I am protected, something mm -hmm. about knowing I am protected feels good. And you, and you if you, um, particularly in the morning, I like to set intentions with my crystals mm -hmm. and sit in the feeling of what that feels like. So, um, there was a time where I was really stressed at a job that I had, and the energy there just wasn't right. And I would leave really stressed, and the whole time I was there, I was dreading going there. I didn't, um, like Monday, I would really feel overwhelmed when it was time to go. And when I started using crystals in the morning, my morning meditation and just really sitting with them and saying, okay. I am protected from those energies. 
right? I'm not going to let any of the stress outside of me affect me. Um, and not just that, I am able to um, just really focus on the things that were uh, beneficial from the job. Like I had a lot of flexibility to be able to be with my son. And so sitting with my rose quartz and saying, yeah, I am love, I am loving, I'm able to experience and, and you know, really be present in it. And mm-hmm. it changed the way in which I would experience my day. Mm-hmm. So it went from really being stressful and dreading to um, it helped me shift myself energetically. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting because I just read an article in the last three or four days that was in the New York Times and it, or the Washington Post, one of the two of them. And it was saying that people have been – flocking to crystals during this time of trouble, but uh, science supposedly is not bearing out the evidence or the anecdotes that people say about the crystal properties. So it was interesting because on the one hand, it was acknowledging the consumer popularity of crystal items, but on the other hand, then it was like trying to kind of, well, it definitely was meant to cast doubt on crystal efficacy, but, you know, there's a whole body of scientific materials that are made yes. out of crystal, <laughs> liquid crystal display, you know, saying quartz, yes. watches, watches yes. timepieces. I mean, they're metals and, and everything has a property. We have a property, a quantifiable property. So if we do a stone or any tangible material thing has a property, you know, and so I thought it was interesting because there's the whole embracing of the consumerism, but then trying to negate the benefit of it in a real way. It's like only as much as it's financially useful are they able to say, well, people like to buy them, so we're going to give them to them, you know. <laughs> uh, and to me, that's kind of sad or challenging because as I go into like Ross and different stores, now you'll see chunks mm. of crystals sitting there that, and you know if it's in one Ross, it's in a thousand Rosses and you know right. that it's not necessarily well sourced crystal. Right. And so, you know, there's this whole uh, now that it's popular, it's a different thing. So what I really want to do this evening is take people from A to Z, like, okay, so I want to get a crystal. What should I get? That's the first question people always say. I want to get a crystal, but I don't really know what to do with it. What should I get? And I always think that's an interesting question because your energy will let you know what you should exactly. get by what makes it sparkle. But so for a first time person who's like, I've never had a crystal before, how would you say to begin engaging in purchasing a crystal? Don't overthink it. <laughs> Go to a crystal shop or online. Um, I There are a lot of places now that are offering live shopping where you can pick your crystal online if you don't feel comfortable going to a physical crystal shop. But whatever appeals to you, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if it's a color, size, shape, whatever really gets your attention, that's your crystal. Mm -hmm. There's a reason. 
energetically, you know what you need. It's no right. different than your body craving certain foods and minerals, you know, that your body needs. Energetically, you're, you know exactly what you need. And I think yes. sometimes people overthink it. They're like, oh, I, this one's taller, so I should want this one because it's bigger or whatever. No, just your intuition is always right. Right. So that's, whatever you gravitate to, that's it. Learn about it because it's either something that you need to align to, thing that maybe you're struggling staying aligned to, or something maybe you just need maintenance. You need to stay aligned to that frequency. But you know what you need. Yes. It's so interesting because um, going in somewhere like in Atlanta, there's a local place, uh, Phoenix and Dragon, that has – a wall of various tumbled stones, probably uh, upwards of a hundred different types of tumbled stones, very small um, and rough. Their largest ones are more than no more than like maybe two inches each across. Definitely great for like having a taste the rainbow kind of sampler <laughs> because you, you do get to like peruse and see what sparkles and shines to you and it's very different Mm -hmm. because when you go in when I've gone in one time it'll light up and look one way and then it's like the Mm -hmm. next time it's like somebody changed the Christmas tree light (laughs) and I'm not drawn (laughs) to the same things that I, I was before so you're so correct in that feeling your way into a relationship with your crystal and that's really what it is. It is actually then a relationship uh, of energy use that happens when we have crystals. And you mentioned, um, since we're talking about crystal shops, one of the things, too, that's really important to keep in mind is when you get a new crystal, you want to cleanse it because mm-hmm. any energy that's been around it, it's holding on to that. So yeah, so, so what are some ways that, <laughs> that you recommend for people to clean their crystals and clear their crystals? Well, there's several ways. A lot of people, um, it seems like the go-to um, that I hear very often is sage or smudging um, their crystals. I really love sound healing. You can use, um, I use singing bowls. I know you have amazing tuning forks. <laughs> so that, that would be another option. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also just hold it and really call on your ancestors or dear ones or your higher power and ask them to cleanse it. Um, you can bury it like an earth um, burial, and those are just a few of the ways. And I know uh, they say under running water, and also yes. in oh, a bowl of the river. Yes, and like a bowl of salt as well. Um, yes, but you have to be mindful of the type of stone, right? Um, because some of them do not do well with that with salt. Um, yes. Same. And some don't do well with water either. <laughs> right or sun. <laughs> right. That's what so I'm thinking. Sun those are things you got to. Right. Rose, Rose quartz, quartz is one of those that's not supposed to really be a charge in the sun. Right. Amethyst, citrine, rose quartz. So the the two that you can always do is um, a smudging or sound healing. Those are safe mm-hmm. for all crystals. Okay. 
it's so interesting because it begins to sound overwhelming as you're like, okay, wait, I got a crystal. Now, wait, what I got to do with it? <laughs> but it really, it's like, you know, taking in your vegetables and before you eat them, you wash them, <laughs> you know, right. it's not anything too complex. Um, now, I know that there's a lot of information out there about uh, programming or charging yes. your crystal. Yes. That's that to me is probably the well there's three important parts cleansing charging and then programming and the programming is really putting your intention into it and the good thing about programming is that you don't have to continue to program it unless you're you're changing your intention um, for it but you want to make sure you're in a positive space and it's really good to do this early in the morning before life distractions kind of kick in Mm-hmm. And you just hold it. You hold your stone or your your jewelry, whatever it you know um, form that you have your crystal in, and you really speak your intention and you thank it. You thank it for what it's giving you. So it could be as simple as thank you for reminding me that I am loved. That's something that you could say to your rose quartz. Thank you for reminding mm-hmm. me that I am loved. That I am loving. And you can really sit in that feeling of what it feels like to be loved, what it feels like to be loving. And now mm-hmm. it's, it's that crystal's program. It's really that simple. And you really do begin to feel the crystal energy in your space or in your body if you've yeah. gotten a crystal piece of jewelry. I think that if people, you know, um, they may get them for like the the – eye factor like this looks good but after a while when people wear true authentic energy wear you don't have that on you know if you don't have your uh, hematite bracelet on or your your grounding stones that you normally carry and then you realize oh my goodness after Mm -hmm. the fact like wow this day really was a lot different I didn't feel grounded and then it's like wow okay um, it's not like confirmation bias because a lot of times it's after the fact that you realize, wow, I missed it. <laughs> I missed my Christmas mm-hmm. energy. <laughs> you know, it becomes part of you, and that's how you know that you you have it charged. When it feels mm-hmm. like an extension of you, it's charged. When it starts to feel like a piece of jewelry, like a bracelet or just a stone. That's the mm-hmm. time that you need to make sure that you cleanse and you charge it. Now, uh, in terms of crystals around the house, um, I mean, I can't even tell you my house is like a landmine. Like you could go mining for crystals <laughs> in any given yes. room. But um, so like for people who are like, well, what do I do with the crystal? Like what? where do I put it? What do I keep it in my car? Do I keep it in my pocket? What 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 am I supposed to do with this crystal now that I've got it? It's very similar to what I said before that it's different for everyone. So where are you going to see it? And it's it doesn't necessarily be that, mean that you have to see it. It can be in your pocket or your bra or under your pillow. Think about the intention that you want to bring and where's a good place for you to put it to remind you of that intention. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that could that varies 
from person to person. There are certain crystals that are great in certain places. Like I keep selenite and black tourmaline at the door for protection and cleansing mm-hmm. and energy that's coming through, citrine in my windows, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have to do those things. I really feel like it's an individual relationship with your crystal. And it varies from person to person. You have to do what feels good for you. Right. That's the number one thing to remember. Like, there's, uh, you'll know if it's wrong. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I <laughs> yeah. used to watch this young gentleman, uh, young kid, called the Crystal Kid. And at the time, he was like seven years old. I'm sure he's now like a teenager because this was early on social era. But he was assembling these amazing, powerful grids in his mother's living room. And he would tell her what each of them were doing. And he knew that if he turned the crystal point a different way, that it was going to fry out basically the uh, crystals in his grid because of the way that the energy would be turned to flow. And he could see all that as he was constructing And it was so amazing because he was like, there's a beam of light coming out of this crystal. He could see like the refractals that were created by the patterns that he was setting up very naturally, you know, at seven. And it was just amazing to watch. Wow. So it's like if you put two crystals together and you don't feel great about it, then they're probably not Mm -hmm. right to be together right now. Okay to move it. Now there is a ton of information and that's actually, about. Sorry. No, go ahead. So to say that's the fun part, finding out what works for you. Is, right. As far as different combinations and different locations, that's part of the fun. And crystals are not an expensive uh, thing to begin to work with. Sometimes you can see on Instagram and stuff these huge, very costly pieces or small, very costly pieces. But for the average person to start, you can absolutely find, you know, small, rough and tumbled stones for one to two dollars each, if not less, depending on where you're sourcing. Uh, so you don't have to make like a hundreds of dollars investment to begin to bring crystal energy into your toolbox. I don't know if we lost you. Are you there? No, 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 I'm here. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, that's what I was saying. So cost-wise, like you have in your uh, space stones that range from what to what? Um, from 150 um, for some of the smaller tumble single stones, and it really ranges on size. We have some big pieces coming in at the end of the month, and it just it really depends on the size. But as you said, we have kits that are set up with different intentions, and our average kit, which has about four crystals. Um, in, a, in a nice container, they range anywhere from 19 to $29 for the taller ones, which have a lot more um, crystals, actually. Um, so the range varies really on the cut and the size and the weight of it. 
Now, in terms of crystals, these are not like what we get the four C's with the, excuse me, the no, cut no, color, but no, no, no. we are looking <laughs> at, um, well, but, you know, there is a difference between rough and tumbled stones, um, and there are yeah. natural stones and dyed stones. And so as you begin to encounter items out in the retail world, then there's, you know, more research that you can do specific to something that has caught your eye. Um, Because, you know, a tumbled stone, you know, you lose a lot of the bulk of the rock around the crystal. And so you get a smaller polished surface versus like a really craggy, snaggly, tooth, beautiful, sparkly (laughs) piece of something that basically was just, uh, you know, lifted out of the earth in a very rough way, you can have it from A to Z, really, any kind of way that you want it, and mixed crystals with two or three different crystal types coming from out of the crystal form are also very common, too. So it's really exciting because you can have anything like a door stopper, you know, a big rough door stopper in a little tiny uh, pearl-sized tumbled stone, you know, in your arsenal. And the different shapes and different forms um, you can use uh, in different ways because they have different meanings. So, like, the tumbled stones have more of a constant, softer energy than the raw, which has a stronger vibrational frequency. And so you can have a lot of fun with the different shapes as well. Yes. And so in terms of... Finding ethically sourced stones, let's talk about that because it's kind of like the whole conflict diamonds thing in a new mm-hmm. nouveau kind of way in that um, many times places in other countries where there might be imported mining, um, the, there's a question of like the labor and the resource drain for the indigenous population that's there, mm-hmm. say where the mine is that is um, providing this stuff that we pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for in the market. Um, there's right. also <clears throat> um, toxic practices to the earth because, you know, we are mm-hmm. looking at basically her children or things that have been gestating in the womb of Mother Earth that then come out into the world to be looked at and oohed and awed over. So there's a lot of um, challenge if you want to be a responsible uh, consumer. So how would you advise people to begin seriously collecting? You want to look for people who share your values. So most people, you you can tell if they're the people that I know and myself included that really make um, it a priority to get it from an ethically source uh, ethically sourced place are generally traveling to those places. You'll see mm-hmm. or have direct contact with someone that is, and you should see something that talks about that or. Um, You can ask them about it. Um, You want people who know where their stones come from. Um, So I personally would ask questions. It's not something that um, 
you should assume. Mm-hmm. But really ask and inquire about it. Um, if you're wanting to buy yourself from an ethical source, like in bulk, there are some shows, um, gym shows that come up where you get to meet different vendors that actually are doing, um, working at the Minds Contacts, um, and you can visit the place. There's a show in Tucson that's really good for that, mm-hmm. um, of con- connecting directly with some sources. And so um, I also like that's very important to really look into that and to know your source. So that's something that I would recommend is asking, hey, where do you, where do you get those from? <laughs> you know, I'm mm-hmm. interested in this crystal. Where did it come from? Um, can you tell me the history behind that um, or at least – who who did you get it sourced from? Do you know what are their practices? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's something that um, I, I do think that unfortunately, not just with crystals, but with a lot of things, whether it's our smartphones, our TVs, our shoes, our clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, you really do have to inquire. Right, and there is a lot of counterfeit things. Like I would suggest Etsy before I would suggest Amazon in terms of if you're crystal shopping because a lot of the minds and designers are going directly in Etsy. You know, you can, of course, do your diligence, but in Amazon, the the pure amount of knockoff and – yeah, just knock off goods, fake goods that come through Amazon is is significant, you know. Mm-hmm. I would hesitate to buy a big crystal item through it, that particular venue. Yeah. Unless I was doing um, the private um, shopping with you, you know what I'm saying? But just like to go through Amazon yeah, and put you, it you want to know your source. I, it, yeah, I, I agree with you um, completely with that. If it's a store that you're familiar with, because there are a lot of people that are on Amazon, um, just because, you, you know, you go through different platforms. But if you're unfamiliar with them, um, yeah, that would not be my go-to place unless you well, yeah. need someone that purchased from them. The, show, the, the way that you are set up with Amazon is very different from your so, sort first, you know, sort, filter, rose quartz, prime, shipping kind of, <laughs> you know, if you do that, you're definitely going to get a big ticket item from somewhere in China. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, the kind of shopping you're offering is much more tailored to that one-to-one kind of conversation that similar to when somebody steps into a retail space with you. So you're part of the, the the dialogue of the shopping. It's not just an object presented to people. And that is the platform they have with the live. It's just very different than just their actual online store. Mm-hmm. They really um, – make sure that the level of service is, is to a higher standard that the, as well as the products. So mm-hmm. it is a completely different Amazon experience. Well, I, you know, I went shopping from your Instagram feed. You were <laughs> posting little heart chakra stones and 
flashed a couple and I was like, ooh, what are those? I want to see, <laughs> you know. Uh, so it definitely is about that catching your eye and your energy. And, uh, you know, I love that I was able to pop in and have a consultation, a crystal consultation with you <laughs> and to uh, have that shopping interaction as well. Now, I have a couple people on the line here who buzz that they want to come in with a comment or a question. So I'm going to see what's up with the caller space for a moment here. All right, caller ending in 2089, you're on Conversational Elevation with the Vibrarian and Jayla Wild Goose. Hi, Joelle with the Vibrarian and Jayla Wild Goose. <laughs> Oh, my God. Hi. Hi, Stacey. <laughs> I recognize you. You guys are talking about one of my favorite subjects, which are crystals. And, Jaylee, you're such a wealth of knowledge, as you are as a librarian. So I don't have a question or anything. I just wanted to say hey and thank you for for giving us the information. Well, and I saw your custom piece that you have, your original, that was is amazing. Yes, Jen, I have a piece. I don't, I'll don't. i have to show it to you. It's from a long time ago, but it's a beautiful piece, a custom Jay Wildman's piece. Amazing. It, and I can't wait to stop your store. I'm coming. Put me down. Gotcha. <laughs> now, Stacy is one of those folks that as you approach her house, she has literally a garden of crystals oh outside her front door, uh, including a jumbo rose quartz that one day I'm going to screech by on two wheels and take home with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, having the crystal and Stacy, your son developed an affinity for crystals as well and you know as like at 16 17 he starts putting together these awesome bracelets and the energy on them was just wow. awesome so it was like being surrounded by crystals he developed a natural kind of uh, affinity for working with that medium as well so that was kind of cool to experience as he grew up it has been. It has been. And he I, he's an avid crystal person now. I, I, I can't wait to introduce him to you, Jayla. He's going to love your store and your space. It, I think it goes to show you don't have to, like, you know, you don't have to force your beliefs or what you think onto your children, but mm-hmm. you just live your life. They'll pick up the good parts, and he has definitely mm-hmm. um, taken a liking to the, to the ener- to energy work and crystals especially. That is What's so wonderful that he has that at such a young age. I'm sorry, say that again. I say, what's That's not to wonderful. love about crystals? <laughs> I do love them. Thank you, ladies, so much. I appreciate you guys. Thank so you for you. supporting and listening. For sure. You guys have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Yeah, so like uh, my crystal crew of folks that were always like, oh, my gosh, did you see my newest little sparkly this? And did you see that? (laughs) You know, it's uh, quite interesting. Now, you've been going to like the big shows, like the big guns and stuff. Really, for over a decade, I think you've been active in Mm -hmm. the industry. Like, what has that been like? 
It's for me, I, I love it because it makes me really so when I'm creating it keeps me in this space of wanting to align with the pieces that I'm creating. I want it to to feel good when people wear it. So during that time, it, it just really makes me stay on my toes. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever I take a break from it, I find that I, I really feel like it, how can I phrase this? It really assists me in being more purposeful and the sense of, staying positive, really um, making sure that I'm protecting my energy so that only the best energy can go into my work. And I'm always grateful for that opportunity to be able to create something. And I don't take it lightly. It's Mm -hmm. not um, something that's just something to do or um, something that I do for money. It's something that I do just because it really it gets me excited to jump out of the bed in the morning knowing mm-hmm. that I can assist by creating this a, a tool someone can use and it just I, I can't explain how full it makes me feel mm. and I'm, I'm I'm just so grateful whenever I see someone wearing a piece that I created there's part of me that just I'm so thankful. It's like, (laughs) oh, my God, you know, my baby has found a wonderful home and someone loves him or her, you know, and it's just, it's it's a lot of um, love put into it. And Mm -hmm. I don't think I will ever get enough of that. That's beautiful that you get to be in your happy, joyful space and, you know, bring that energy to other people through your work. Now, you have both the the stone selection and the the inventory and shopping from that, but what you're also talking about then is your artisan and handcrafted jewelry pieces. Now, these are, I mean, that's where I nod to you and give deep respect as an artist because your, your pieces really are like, the complexity, let's say, for instance, I saw a, was it a, a blue kyanite and carnelian? Was that the yes, um, that necklace? Yes, that found a home yesterday. Oh, yes. But, I mean, there had to be yes. at least, what, 20 kyanite and 10, I mean, like, to find the, the pieces, you don't just collect that, like, oh, in one swoop. No. You know what I'm saying? Each of that, I can imagine, it's intensive to put together the arrangement that you do with these individual stones. It's unbelievable. I uh, One of the things that I, I love to do is I talk to the stones, and there's certain stones that work, of crystals that work better together. But sometimes I let them kind of sit and play with each other, like they'll lay next to each other. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. do you guys want to go together? <laughs> do you, you know, I just kind of really get a feel and I pray for it. I pray um, or really just set the intention behind, I want this piece to make someone feel, you know, like my grandmother did on Sundays. It, uh, empowered and beautiful and just mm-hmm. whatever they're wanting to create and until it feels that way 
it does not go together. So there are some crystals I've had for many, many years because I just haven't found the right fit for them. And so I mm-hmm. hold on to them until they speak to me and say, yes, we go together. We belong together. Mm-hmm. We can create that energy that someone needs. If they don't say that, even if I like the way it looks visually, I do not put it together. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do commission work? Like, are people I do able to bring you stones and have you Absolutely. create art with them? Yes. Cool. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you have the Tucson Gem and Mineral shows coming up in April, which I guess now it's April, but... I have to say I'm so jelly about that because that's on one of my Thelma and Louise bucket list with the bestie. We're going to ride out and ride home with the trunk full of crystals from the from the gym yeah. show. <laughs> well, if you want, I can FaceTime you or we can I can send you some pictures and we can shop. You can shop live because um, I will be there. I'm going next Saturday, Friday, and I'll be there for a week. Oh, that's a bet. I'm down. I'm down for me on your list. <laughs> so let me know what you list. want me to look for. <laughs> you know, I'm always looking for Larimar. Woo. Ooh. And uh, I've got a couple other ones that I will put my little look for me list together because I would love to have access to, A, your expertise in looking at the stones, the quality in person there, and procuring some specific things. That's awesome. Now, your website is uh, jwildartisan.com, and that's J-W-I-L-D-A-R-T-I-S-A-N.com, and people can connect with you there and also through Instagram and Facebook. Um, And do you have any other outlets where people would need to look you up? TikTok. Oh, <laughs> you're on all TikTok. Artisan. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because I have a little fun sometimes on TikTok. Okay. All right. Everybody has fun on TikTok. <laughs> I haven't dipped my toe in yet, but you I know your Instagram. Oh, I don't have capacity. I mean, Instagram <laughs> has me distracted enough, you know, like yeah. when I see you little dancing music come along and you start holding flashing crystals, I'm like, more, more. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, in terms of um, when a crystal breaks, let's talk about that or when you lose a crystal. I have heard many people say different things uh, about what it means, and some people freak out when a crystal breaks, and it is my belief that it's protecting you. It's taking a hit for you. Mm So if it breaks, say there was something, um, and and it's connected to that particular stone, the properties of that stone, so it's like, oh, thank you. Thank you, Crystal. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, it's not a bad thing. It's actually quite a beautiful thing. Um, it shielded you, yeah. and if you lose it, it could be that you no longer need it. That maybe someone else does and has found a new home, or that crystal no longer it needs to belong to you. 
And it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing. It's never a bad thing. Um, I think that when people gravitate towards that, it comes from maybe some old superstitions, like with mirrors breaking and things like that. But it's it's not like that at all. Oh, I know. I've had some, it was, I think, probably some obsidian that broke. Ooh. I said, well, it did its job Ooh. of protecting me yes. or whatever. Yes. You know, if, it's, if it fractured, then thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Because that has a lot to do with negative attachments patterns that no longer serve you, same thing with emotions that no longer serve you. They, it probably protected you from having those things come your way. Yes. Yes. I said, thank you, Crystal. Yes. <laughs> now, I do want to plug, like, well, first of all, the the sheer number of reference books that you can get there now about crystals you can get the crystal Bibles, you can get the crystal dictionaries, the crystal handbooks, the crystal prescriptions. I mean, any uh, bookstore right now is going to have things about working on crystals. And there are a lot of sites over the Internet. What I recommend is that when you, you know, Google the stone, first of all, if it's rose quartz, put it in quotes. It's a phrase that way it looks for it together <laughs> instead of in mm-hmm. separate words. First of all, it's fine tune, you know, your searches a little bit. But um, what you want to do is read like four or five different profiles of the stones because everybody's going to have a slightly different take on it. There is no one gospel truth about stone mm-hmm. properties. And you'll kind of just be able to distill for yourself an understanding after you've compiled kind of a perspective. And I tell people all the time, don't just rely on the first thing that pops up on your search results. Kind of get a feel for it. Like everybody says rose quartz has to do with love, unconditional love. You'll see that on almost every site. So now you can feel good about Okay, I get what Rose Quartz does, you know, um, but don't be too narrow in your research and don't override your own feelings because if something makes exactly. you feel, that's your dictionary right there. <laughs> you know, I, I don't feel great when I wear this stone, you know, right. uh, and keep your own references, um, journal what you wind up putting yes. together and make notes, you know. One of these that sites excellent. that I do want to recommend, um, crystalvaults.com. They have a uh, email delivered training that is free, and it's about, I think, 16 lessons, and it starts from the basics of crystals. And so they talk about everything from the shapes, of the sizes, if it's got a recorder, if it's, a, you know, wisdom keeper, like all the really nuanced things about crystals. It's an easy way to kind of go deep into crystals as a study piece. And since it is, you know, several weeks long, the fact that it's free, you know, you just can't pass up. If you're really curious about going in on crystals, I would highly recommend just, you know, clicking through them. Each of the modules is only like maybe 
15 minutes long. So it's, it's very compact, it's very basic, but again, uh, free resources from a reliable place that's been out there for a couple decades now in the internet space and crystal information as well. So we have another caller here to bring on. I already know. <laughs> uh, the caller who is coming on this evening, Tanya, welcome to Conversational Elevation. Hello, everybody. Hello, Jamie. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, I am a loyal customer of Mrs. Wild Goose. I uh, purchased a couple of items today. And I had my items on Tuesday. It is the fastest delivery that I've ever received from anybody. So first off, that is amazing. Thank you. I um, definitely appreciate your business. Oh, it it was my pleasure. I love my pieces. I have fallen in love and have started using them. They are just so amazing. And thank you so much for putting them together and making them be a part of my family. <laughs> yeah, Tanya Lundjet, he's been collecting crystals now since he was about seven. Uh, we went to the wow. gym show together, and he spotted his crystal like a mile away. Like he pointed from the balcony, that one and it was like way down on the bottom, and he went down both levels all the way to the one that he saw when he first walked in. So Jed has been collecting his own crystals to have uh, in his space, and uh, even my nieces, are they're like seven and five, and they live in North Carolina and got to do, go on like a, a crystal mining situation and mine some gems, and I have a beautiful little jar of crystals and stuff that they found Mm. that they sent to me. So, you know, we're passing that love on down to others who are finding crystals just as wonderful as we are. Yes, exactly. I think that's so amazing that he was drawn. He knew exactly what he wanted. What Do you know what crystal? It was drawn to? Uh, it actually, it actually, I believe, yeah, a quartz, a oh, big okay. quartz. Nice. was okay. a huge, huge quartz. He has probably <laughs> in his room, he has actually a case that holds all of his crystals. And, uh, you know, I find my crystals, they walk away and they end up in Jet's <laughs> room. So <laughs> he said that it wanted to come in my room, Mama. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's totally fine. I got them everywhere. And if it said that to you and it wanted to come in there, then okay, that's enough for me. I can support that fully. But just mm-hmm. what you're saying about what crystals do for you, what they do for a family. Um, I ride with them in my car. I have them in my purse. I wear Organite 24-7. Um, I just think it, it does everything you need it to do. And what you're saying about what a crystal says to you, on Monday morning I started going through your site and everything that I purchased said, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you went in the car. Okay, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> 
So, you know, that is how it should be. Given my favorite stone, aside from Laramar, is rose quartz, but but I'm all about the love. So that's the thing that speaks to me. That's what I have everywhere all over my house. And I truly appreciate my special gift, uh, the selenite tower. That is amazing, and it sits in my space now doing its job all the time. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's funny that you mentioned the love because that's what I taste in your cake is all right. that love. <laughs> yes. That's it, buddy. Oh, my goodness. I, absolutely. <laughs> that's it. Yes. So, yeah, rose quartz everywhere. That's, that's, that's making that happen. I tell you, it's a good vibe when everybody's in their gifts and uh, exchanges gifts. Uh, with people from your happy space, whether it's baking or creating jewelry or having conversations, you'll find your tribe and it's of mutual expansion to everybody, right? Some of us, it expands our waistlines with baked goods, but... (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, one of the things that I'm One of the things I'm excited about is that coming up later this spring, we are going to have, for those who are in the Atlanta metro area, we are going to have a private dig day. And uh, Jayla will be attending and offering her expertise about crystals in addition to the guides from the mine where we'll be going. So stay tuned for details about that field trip. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, we get to go get dirty and play in the dirt and find pretty shiny things. So, uh, Jayla, I'm so excited that we'll be able to have that experience. And would you yes. share with us your, like, what is, like, your coolest crystal story? Like, where is, like, the story behind the rock of your, you know, dreams? Like, do you have anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> I would probably say if I, so it's it's not a, a very simple story, but I have crystals that I bathe with, rose quartz mm-hmm. and um, citrine, and it's something about when I come into the bathroom, I mm-hmm. feel really good, almost like they're hugging me, and I don't know if it's mm-hmm. because I've just kind of grown, I've had this long-term affair with these stones, mm-hmm. but um yeah, I just feel almost like a person, well, not a person, but like I get an energetic hug whenever I walk into the bathroom. So it's not really an exciting story, but it's probably well, the uh, only place where I feel that kind of. Well, I'll tell you, I have a rose quartz and an Amazonite, both rough chunks in my bathtub. And so every Ooh. bath that I take is filled with that energy. And yes. I would miss them if they were gone, you know, for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, in terms of your travels, um, have you acquired any crystals that were very unique in your in your travels around the globe? I well, the crystals in themselves are they're they're you know amazing in their own right as far as just the way they feel. But the thing that makes the difference with traveling is being able to pay people directly and really 
the industry sometimes is just not really kind um, to the people who are actually doing the work. So Mm -hmm. to be able to pay a fair rate um, Mm -hmm. and it just feels good. The, The appreciation that you receive that you shouldn't, right? Because everyone should be paid fairly. It's not a big right. deal. It's like that should be the standard. But to mm-hmm. see how it can impact someone, um, that's probably the biggest and most surprising thing that I experienced. It was just mm-hmm. like, wow, this isn't that much, <laughs> you know, that right. the, to know that they were not getting as much and, um it was it was eye opening to me um, just to see this how the the industry as a whole can be because at one point I was looking to um, do some things that were more mass produced and that didn't happen because of just yeah <laughs> this, mm-hmm. right things could be better it's like, things could be a lot yeah better. the mining the mining of you know the, the most poor economically citizens of any location, be it Kentucky mm-hmm. <laughs> or be it the Dominican Republic or Botswana, mm-hmm. you know, are doing the physical labor, dangerous work of extracting resources from the earth. And there's there's no escaping that. A fact of reality like you said there's only trying to be ethical like fair trade you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. recognizing that the money is needed in the communities but it needs to be the fair money in the community yes. not the disadvantaged money you know right and there's just a certain level of respect that um, I wish was just there as a whole just for people like yeah yeah. Well, we're we're changing but that's that. Changing. Yeah, that's yeah. changing little by little. More people well, are becoming aware. It's so interesting because I picked up uh the nail salon at one point. I picked up a Cosmo and there was an article in Cosmo about your moon bath ritual. And it was filled, like, the tub was filled with crystals and flowers. And I was like, wait a second. So Cosmo's gone full-on metaphysical hippie. Like, okay, we're definitely mainstream. And being in Ross and seeing crystal chunks for the office display and stuff for your desk, I'm like, okay, it's definitely uh mainstream now money is talking and they're paying attention that people are looking for these resources and are spending good money on these resources that is very true i was surprised um to see crystals in like the ross and marshalls and places like that that was very surprising yeah yeah, I, it, me too. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> I don't know that I would ever buy one. You know, I'm not right, one that like right. my crystals installed on stands or anything like that. Even when they're from like a high-end collector, I'd prefer them to not right. be displayed in a permanent way, you know. But mm-hmm. um, I definitely, um, you know, the larger pieces that you see that are hundreds if not thousands of dollars, 
They make your jaw drop. They're really enviable. Some of that stuff is really heavy. So I will say that, you know, mm-hmm. having a 300-pound rose quartz from your backyard and toting it around every time, you know, you move somewhere, <laughs> that can be real interesting. But, oh yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind a 20 to 30-pound chunk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I really appreciate you spending time talking about crystals today. I think we've given everybody, you know, uh, you can't mess this up. Just go with your gut, clear your crystals and have a relationship with them. Let them speak to you and get share, share energy with each other. Be grateful to your crystal, you know, and, and be loving towards the crystal because it is basically an ally for you as a, a material thing. And so you can foster that dynamic and, I would say to find a, a place that you trust to source your crystals, like with uh, Jay Wild and Jayless Services, and uh, just have fun shopping and really bringing like the conscious healing into your day-to-day reality. I think we we covered all the basics. I think is there anything that we missed? Not that I can think of. Although there's so oh, much. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's so much. Like, what is your current uh, favorite stone? What are you vibing with? I would say um, it's just daily. Um, but today, um, it was a toss up between. Carnelian and clear quartz. Mm, mm-hmm. So carnelian, the properties that you resonate with are? It's for creativity, motivation, and confidence. So with coming on today, I'm very shy and kind of behind the scenes. <laughs> so I need a little help uh, with the carnelian. And clear quartz is just my go-to because you can program it. So um, usually my favorite stone plus something else. Okay. Boost something else and then clear your energy, (laughs) amplify. Right now I think that – Well, I think that my current prescription is green adventuring because that has been (laughs) – it came through so much as we (laughs) talked about it. It was like – a friend sent me a video with green adventuring and you sent me uh, posted uh, something with a green adventuring. And then my lactician was like, I have a piece of jewelry for you. It's adventuring. I was like, okay, green adventuring. Let me see what yeah. I need to deal with because you're making yourself unknown to me. So I went through all my little reference materials and did a deep dive on that. And also uh, uh, Dan Berite. And um, Labradite. So the Labradite I've read is, you know, uh, one of the resources I have is the Crystal Masters and Crystal Angels books by Alana Fairchild. And uh, Labradite deals with the angel of solitude and about times of introspection and deep dive internally. And so I'm actually getting ready to start – a little mini self-imposed quarantine in advance of some travel 
So I'm going to be going into my solitude, into a little bubble. So I said, okay, Labradorite, you came to keep me company. So I'm like looking at the pictures and then digging through my box, like, where is a Labradorite? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I, I don't always recognize and know my crystals. You know, they've gotten misplaced. So uh, I have to be like mix and match. <laughs> I, like I spy from the little pictures and things like that. So I love how it's really serendipitous like you can gravitate towards the crystal look not realizing that the energy that is contributing to you is actually deeper and something that you're going to need so that's the cool kind of fun part about the discovery well Jayla I appreciate you coming on this evening and to everyone who joined the conversation um, and of course please do check out her website and Instagram TikTok Facebook shop with her I know I already have and will be again and um, I'm sure people have just general questions they can find ways to get in contact with you as well especially if you are interested in you know having some personal concierge crystal services while you are in uh, at the gym shows that's a a wonderful opportunity to be able to shop live if you are going to be making that more widely available I definitely would recommend people holler at you about that that's awesome Mm -hmm. well Jayla thank you so much and to everyone who tuned in as I always say I really do wish for you that your reality is so full of abundant blessings that those blessings just spill out from your arms and tumble out and bless the world around you. There's so much that we have to be spread around for everybody. Understand that the light in me always, always honors and love the light that is you. Namaste.